redeemed. Oh, brother, where art thou? It's a brilliant film. It's 22 years old and it's still brilliant. In it, one of the main characters, escaped convict Delmar O'Donnell, gets baptized in the river. And here's how the scenario goes. Delmar, well, that's it, boys. I've been redeemed. The preacher's done wash my sins away and all my transgressions. It's the straight and narrow from here on out. And heaven everlasting is my reward. The preacher says all my sins is washed away, including that piggly weekly I knocked over in Yazoo. Everett says, I thought you said you was innocent of those charges. Delmar, well, I was lying. And the preacher said that that sin's been washed away too. Neither God nor man's got nothing on me. Come on, boys, the water's fine. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. Most make really big mistakes. Some make even worse mistakes. Some do things that they are sure are unforgivable. They're not. Wait, are you saying that what Delmar said is true? Are you saying that people who commit crimes shouldn't have to go to jail? Are you saying that people should try to do bad because it'll all be forgiven? Are you saying that what people do doesn't matter? No, I simply said that those things aren't unforgivable. They're forgivable. Delmar still had to answer to the law of the land. Being forgiven by God doesn't wipe out responsibility for our actions, but God does forgive completely. Do you believe that? What about when we hurt others? What about people in positions of power who have used their position to groom, coerce, and abuse others? What about rape, murder, terrorism? I don't have the desire or in any way the ability to forgive those who harm others. And for those who have done it while displaying a persona of Christianity, I have nothing but disdain. I know what the Bible says about forgiveness, and I can't bring myself to do it. For those who have survived abuse, trauma, I will not preach that you must forgive your abuser. I think that by processing the trauma, you can begin to heal. By processing the trauma, you can begin to let go of the power that that person or organization has over you. Forgive them though? How about let God sort that out and you survive, heal, and thrive? But what about when we've broken the churchy rules? Those kinds of rules really just work to make someone feel superior to another because they do this or don't do that. Trying to enforce those kinds of rules on anyone isn't helpful, it's harmful. Our one rule is to love one another. It is the ultimate, all-encompassing way given to us by Jesus. And we still do bad things. What's the worst thing you've ever done? What's the worst thing you've ever forgiven? And what's the worst thing you've ever been forgiven for? What we do, how we act, how we treat others matters. Of course it does. Treating people as if they matter, all do, and as if they're valuable, all are, is the best thing any of us can do. But we're gonna screw up. And we're all gonna do things sometimes that other folks will think are wrong. 
We need to continually give each other a break. We need to continually realize that what we think isn't what the whole world needs to think. We need to stop abusing power and calling it religion. Well, so err on the side of love. Err on the side of not telling others what they can or can't do, but having the wisdom to know that showing love is the most important. Does that mean we have to simply forgive everyone who has done wrong? Is there no accountability? What about those awful crimes? Rapists who think they can just get away with it. Murderers who do get away with it. Remember, we're all accountable for our actions. Let's follow that rule of treating all as if we would want to be treated. And let's work so that that is always happening. And those who harm others, of course, must be held accountable and not given opportunities to harm others again. And we need to stop any kind of victim shaming. Erring on the side of love is about keeping folks safe, not letting those who harm others keep on doing it. And in doing that, we do have to remember to give ourselves a break when we make mistakes. Be kind, be generous, love all, and give yourselves a break. Let's listen to today's reading from 1 Timothy 1, 12-7. Again, this time from the message, paraphrase. I'm so grateful to Christ Jesus for making me adequate to do this work. He went out on a limb, you know, and trusting me with this ministry. The only credentials I brought to it were invective and witch hunts and arrogance. But I was treated mercifully because I didn't know what I was doing. Didn't know who I was doing it against. Grace mixed with faith and love poured over me and into me, and all because of Jesus. Here's a word you can take to heart and depend on. Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. I am proof, public sinner number one, of someone who could never have made it apart from sheer mercy. And now he shows me off, evidence of his endless patience to those who are right on the edge of trusting him forever. Let's not hold on to anger and a desire for vengeance. Let's not spend all of our energy reliving our mistakes. Let's be a people of grace, a people of love, a people growing. Amen.